The following program is sponsored by Ron Myers Ministries. It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you. Let me take a sip of my dark, robust coffee. That's right. My coffee with Jesus is so important. And during my coffee with Jesus, I ask him, so Jesus, what are we going to talk about today? And today, I want to take the next few minutes and encourage you. Has anybody this week encouraged you, told you how you were a awesome individual that God has a plan for you? Probably not too many people. So. I'm going to encourage you and empower you for the next few minutes because without encouragement, without empowerment, without inspiration, it is hard to survive. I mean, how many times have you been beat up, chewed up, and spit out to fend for yourself? And you're supposed to go home love the kiddos, play with Muffy the dog and Puff the cat and be kind and sweet and compassionate and considerate to your spouse. And so you sit in your car, give yourself a pep talk, and you tell yourself, self, I've got to be in a good mood. I have to be in the right frame of mind. It's hard. It's hard. And a lot of the people that I know, and probably you do too, that are having tough times in life are the ones that believe in the good life and they attend church and you get your children involved in activities, whether it's soccer, softball, or dance, you want to be the good parent. But who motivates you when you give all the motivation to everyone else? Who pats you on the back and says, good job? Who picks you up when you fall down? Wouldn't you just like to be appreciated for who you are and not be told how to be like somebody else? How many times have you said, quit comparing me to others? I am me. It happens. Does it happen to you? And you have to maintain that strong composure. You've got to look like nothing is wrong because you definitely don't want to look wimpy or weak. (laughs) Hey, I learned one thing with Jesus. You can have coffee with Jesus, but I'm telling you, he does make you become a little wimpy and weak in this way. You don't have a problem telling people you're sorry. You don't have a problem recognizing that you may have said a boneheaded thing. And it doesn't take too long to apologize because you know why you are going to do that? Because something is going to tell you inside to do it because it's just the right thing to do. What advice did your mom tell you growing up? 
or maybe use your dad some advice. You know, my mom, even though she, most of the time she was whapping me across the butt or my head with her shoe, she did say something that I think about quite a bit. In life, all you have to do is do the right thing. If you do the right thing, everything else will take care of itself. It really is true. You think about it. Some of your problems, some of my problems are self-imposed. It's me with the stinking thinking. Do you have that stinking thinking? Do you hear some news and automatically assume the worst when you hear that? (laughs) A lot of us do. It's human nature. I mean, how can anybody be sane if you are consumed with the news all the time? I have not hardly watched any of the news since the last election. I'm free. I'm free. (laughs) But you know what? Nothing I can do to change the world. Nothing I can do. Can you do something? Can you go out there and change the world? You can, can you complain and tell everybody at work or down at the local drinking hole, the swimming pool or whatever? Can you tell them what you're going to do to change the world? And then, okay, are you going to do it? You can't do it. We all know what should be done, or we think we know what should be done, but we have no control, do we? We have no control. You can't do anything except complain. But what you can do, you can choose what kind of attitude you are going to walk around with. You can choose when you get up what your day is going to look like. You can choose to have a dialogue with Jesus, somebody that knows every hair on your head, every desire, every thought, every sin, every goal, every failure, every success, everything since you were in the womb of your mother. What happens if you have a relationship with Jesus? Because I've had a lot of crazy relationships in my life. But there's something that happened when I totally was immersed and pushed in to Jesus for a intimate relationship because I had to find some answers. Have you ever been in that situation that you just need some peace? You just need an answer. You want to know why your ideas never seem to work or how come the business that you started failed? How come relationships that you're in never seem to materialize into something long lasting? They just disappear. See, those are the things that will drive you nutty because you can't control them. You let outside circumstances come into your life and shape your mood, your goals, your dreams, your hopes, everything, what you're doing with your life. But when you let go and just fall into the arms of Jesus, this is what's so cool, friends. The first thing that happens when you call on Jesus, he gives you a new heart. He takes out that mean, stony, old heart and does a spiritual, surgical heart transplant. 
And now you've got a new heart, new attitude. And the next thing, your sins, all your sins, past, present, and future are forgiven. In other words, you are holy, you are sanctified, you are in good standing with God. The Bible says that we are married to Christ. He is our groom and we are the bride. And God does not like divorce, so you never have to worry about him leaving you, kicking you out of the relationship. You're locked in forever. So I want you to think about this. Imagine your life, if you really, really could go through life without guilt, without condemnation, knowing your sins are forgiven, you still will stumble, you will still make mistakes, but there is nothing being held against you. Your behavior does not save you. Your behavior does not take you away from the intimacy with God because Jesus is alive inside of you. So what would happen if you absolutely, totally believe that and you trusted Jesus with everything that you do in your day-to-day walk? How would your life change? Do you think you'd be a little happier? Do you think... That saying of, I was blind, but now I see, would come to happen in your life. In other words, you were blind to the opportunities. You were blind to the beauty that Jesus has waiting for you, and now you see. You see life has a free individual living in the finished work of Jesus, and now you can become everything that he created you to be. Jesus needs you to step into the fullness of your destiny. Jesus needs you to step into what he has called you for. You are a solution to a lot of the problems in your community, in your workplace, in this world. And when you are walking by faith, And allowing everything you do to express Jesus through your attitude, through your smiles, your compassion, you have the fruits of the Spirit, you're beginning to love the unlovable. Things are changing in your life, and you just sometimes will sit at a stoplight or at lunch, and you'll say, man, I really am changing. This is pretty cool like this. I like my new attitude. And then when you go home, you don't have to sit in the driveway and try to get psyched up before you walk into the house because you're eager to go into the house. And then you see your spouse in a different light. You see your children in a different light. You see them as Jesus would. Doing life with Jesus is the only way. I don't understand how anybody, anybody could do life in 2023 without Jesus. I'm going to take a break, and when I return, let's talk some more encouragement. I'll think of something while I drink my coffee during the break. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. Have you ever wondered what you're worth? 
A recent study by Wired magazine found that the human body is worth $45 million. The study carefully went through the different organs, bone marrow, DNA, and reproductive capabilities found in each of us. But what makes us even more valuable beyond calculation is our human soul. In Psalm 139, the Bible says that our soul is very special to God, even while we were still in our mother's womb. But because of sin, the bad thoughts and the things that we all do, we are all separated from our Creator. That's why God sent His only Son, Jesus, to take our punishment for those sins. Jesus died and rose again to defeat death and offer forgiveness. To learn more about Jesus and how to have a personal relationship with Him, call 888-NEED-HIM or go to www.chataboutjesus.com. A relationship with Jesus is priceless. God is in this story. Welcome back, listeners. Is God in your story? The story that is about to unfold in your life is written by you. Now, you have the opportunity to edit it, to change it, to do things that you really believe should be in the story, but sometimes the world has written the narrative for our story. And we've heard it so much that we begin to believe it. Can you relate to that? Are you someone that you really aren't, but you are being what people have told you you are? I want to take you back to years ago as a child. If you're over 50, you probably will remember this. Of course. Who'd you think? Oh, well, then that's okay. Okay. Who, may I ask, are you? We're Rudolph and Hermie and Yukon Cornelius, sir. Who are you? I'm the official sentry of the Island of Misfit Toys. A Jack in the Box or a sentry? Yes, my name is... Don't tell me. Jack. No, Charlie. That's why I'm a misfit toy. My name is all wrong. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Where's here? We're on the island of misfit toys. <laughs> the island of misfit toys. I remember the first time I saw that. I don't know how old I was. I was a little youngster, but I was the black sheep of the family. So I really did feel like a misfit toy. Can you relate? Maybe today you still feel like a misfit toy. You've got something inside of you. You've got dreams and talents and ideas, but they never seem to materialize because the world has written your story. But God, his desire is for you to be true to yourself, for you to become you, totally free, totally possible to become everything that he has created you to be if you listen to him. 
If you develop that intimate, personal, one-on-one relationship with Jesus, it's amazing the ideas and the thoughts and the encouragement and the inspiration you will have. It will even get you to a point one day that you begin to stand up for yourself, that you are going to walk in to the fullness of your destiny. And you're not going to do it because of force or I'm going to get even with people. No, when Jesus raises you up into the person that he has created you to be, things just fall in place. And I know a lot of skeptics out there, they just haven't been able to trust God. But I want to ask a skeptic, I want you to reflect back over your life. Have you ever been in the right place at the right time, received the phone call just when you needed it? Or you ran into someone that you needed to run into. Now, some people will call that coincidental, but I believe it was divine appointments. God is so loud in this world, showing the world that he's real, he's here, but we're so busy trying to be like somebody else, trying to admire a star or a preacher. You know, I get a lot of people that send me things that, you know, a famous preacher or a prophet has forecast. And they said, Ron, what do you think? And my response is, I don't want to live my life and my relationship with Jesus based on hearsay, based on the opinions of what other people are believing is going to happen in this world because it all comes down to opinion. It really does. They interpret the Bible this way, or they see a dream and a vision and they say, this is going to happen, but I need to go right to the source. I need to go right to Jesus. What about you? Doesn't that make sense? Why are we going to the middleman? Why aren't we going straight to Jesus? Because that's 100% truth. And I really don't care what people think of about when the end of time is going to come or the return of Christ. I'm busy living today in being the best I can through Jesus in my day-to-day walk. Because if I can't take care of today, and I think you will agree with this, if you and I take care of today, the tomorrows take care of themselves. We cannot solve the problems in this world. But what we can do is step in to the promises of God to become everything that he created us to be. And that means a life, an abundant life of peace, of purpose, of joy, of compassion, of love. In my community, a few weeks ago, a 13-year-old young lady committed suicide because of being bullied at school. And a lot of people's comments are those kids, those kids that bully, that's terrible. It is terrible, but it even goes past the kids. It's the parents. We have got to tell our young people how wonderfully 
made they are in the image of God, that they have a plan, and it doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter if other people have placed you on the island of misfit toys because Jesus comes to the island of misfit toys and restores and reconciles the relationship with God the Father. And those misfit toys blend in and become everything they were created to be. They don't have guilt anymore. They don't have shame. They don't have condemnation because they are comfortable in who they are. Are you comfortable in who you are? Do you hold things back that you don't tell anybody and you lay on your pillow at night, perhaps a tear or concern because you know something is missing? That's the beautiful thing about Jesus. He wants you to feel something missing, so you will begin to search for it. That's right. The island of misfit toys. This whole world is an island of misfit toys. You know, I refer a lot to the finished works of Jesus. And so maybe you don't know what the finished work of Jesus is because we don't hear it enough in church. The finished work of Jesus refers to the complete and final accomplishment of salvation through his death and resurrection. It means that Jesus has done everything necessary for our forgiveness, redemption, and reconciliation with God. Through his sacrifice on the cross, Jesus paid the price for our sins once and for all, providing total forgiveness and cleansing. This finished work of Jesus means that we no longer need to strive or work to earn God's favor or forgiveness. We can rest in the assurance that our salvation is secure and that we are fully accepted by God because of what Jesus has done for us. Friends, when you understand that, you believe that, and you trust that, and you are just consumed with the finished work of Christ, your life will change. You will no longer be that misfit toy on an island all alone and isolated. You will find that you are a child of God with a purpose and a plan and that this is your time. I believe it's time right now for all those that feel different to recognize that you feel different and you feel unaccepted and you feel misfit because God is getting your attention and this is your time to step into the destiny, the purpose that he has for you. My friends, I know I've done it. I've lived it. And the first thing that Jesus told me years ago, Ron, now go tell your story. Go tell the story to the other misfit toys out there that there is there is no misfit toys with Jesus. We're accepted exactly who we are and what we do and our behavior and our weird things have never disqualified us from that relationship with Jesus. All we have to do is say, Jesus, I believe in you. I need you. Remember the final words that Jesus said on the cross? It 
is finished. Friends, he did it. He did it. And not only to put another uh, uh, exclamation point, the thief next to him that lived an entire life without any relationship with God, but yet he does a deathbed confession. And Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. If you are ready to discover everything that God has for you, you need to rest in the finished work of Jesus. Believe it and act and walk in faith and watch your world change right in front of your very eyes. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. We would like to express our gratitude to Coffee News for their support of this program. Are you tired of scrolling through the same old news feeds every morning? Then switch things up with Coffee News. Our publication is filled with interesting stories, brain teasers, and uplifting quotes that are sure to brighten your day. And now you can access Coffee News anytime, anywhere by visiting our website. So whether you're sipping your morning coffee at your favorite cafe or browsing online from your desk, we've got you covered. Start your day off right with Coffee News at readcoffeenewsonline.com. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you. When you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, there's nothing that gives me more pleasure than a misfit toy like me that grew up with so much garbage in my life and told I wouldn't amount to a hill of beans. Being used by Jesus because I can share what he did for me and what he wants to do for you. It really is a good life. It all begins with trusting and believing in the finished work of Jesus. He did it all. So quit trying to please God because he is pleased with you. Walk in his finished work. And remember, there is no condemnation. There is no guilt. There is no shame in Jesus. You have been chosen for this time. And I know that when you trust and you believe Jesus with all your heart, mind, and soul, your world will change forever. You will actually smile again. You will laugh again. You will understand the words of Jesus when he said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. Well, I'm out of here. You have a great, wonderful weekend. I love you. Jesus loves you. And it's time to tell someone to get the hell out of their life. And after you tell them that, tell them how much you love them. Amen. See you next week with another great episode.
Get the Hell Out of Your Life is underwritten by the Christmas City Gift Show. We invite you to come shop with over 260 vendors from all over the United States. November 10th through the 12th inside the Coast Convention Center, located on the beach in Biloxi, Mississippi. You can find more information at ChristmasCityGiftShow.com. If you would like to share your story of God's amazing grace or listen to previous episodes, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. Join us next week for another episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope.